Welcome to the Healthy Living Podcast, hosted by coaches Bill and Essen. With so many fitness fads and trends, compounded with hundreds of mixed reviews, it is nice to know that this madness can be simplified into meaningful content, whether you want to believe it or not. There are millions of Americans that are literally eating themselves to death, a learned behavior that has been passed down from generation to generation. Let's connect with the team that has the knowledge and experience to change this. Welcome, everyone. This is Coach Bill with Coach Eston, and today's segment is regarding eating for blood type. This is a part two um, series, and the first one was eating for body type. And blood type, the diet for blood type argues that the carbohydrate-binding proteins, in other words, lectins found in foods, thank you, and food interacts with people differently depending on their blood type. So I thought the body type best in the discussion was really interesting. So this seems like a more uh, stringent um, diet. I hate using the word diet anyways. I'll say eating plan or meal plan. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think this is also going to have a lot of interest because people don't, are not aware that you can eat according to probably their body type, but not their blood type. So I'll let you uh, go ahead and start with this. Explain how this works. All right. Well, we all know, know that food is energy and food is made of chemicals and those chemicals react differently in different body types based on genetics. So that's what the whole premise is, is that food you eat react chemically with your blood type. <clears throat> and if you follow a design, design for um, your specific blood type, in theory, your body mm. will digest food more effect, effectively and efficiently. Thereby, okay. if you have any body weight um, because of bloat due to gut inflammation, you will lose that weight. You will have more energy and uh, ultimately help prevent disease because lectins are sometimes linked to autoimmune diseases. So how's that? Um, how, how le- high level, how's that? Oh, because well, of chemicals, okay. You bring those chemicals into your body. The body sees it as an invading, um, what it's called an antigen or foreign protein, and then they attack that protein, causing inflammation. And over time, it wears down the body, and eventually certain key markers are always seen as invading enemies, so therefore that starts a cascade effect or domino effect into an autoimmune response to certain foods. So minor food allergies then become a major disease for the body, in theory. That's right. So Mm -hmm. um, that's why I want to do – well, we both are going to do an informed comparison uh, so that the listeners can determine which or a combination – works best for them as far as body type and blood type or one or the other. Um, right. So what I thought we could do is first talk about what are the different blood types. Blood type is the same as your genetic type. So it was developed by uh, a man named Peter Diadamo, who was a naturopathic physician who theorized that people respond to various foods, again, depending on their blood type. So the plan was introduced in 1996 in a book called Eat Right for Your Type, and the four is a, the number four. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The meal plan is eating sometimes uh, used in, as an alternative medicine to promote weight loss and fight disease. Again, most of that weight loss was bloat due to inflammation. Wow. And for those of you that don't understand about alternative medicine, its aim is to recognize an individual's biochemistry and its uniqueness and then tailor treat accordingly uh, where, mm-hmm. in other words foods are medicine uh, so the plan is based on the theory that um, blood type will determine the foods that a person should consume 
in order, of course, to achieve optimum health. So, um, and I want to stop you real quick. Yeah. I want to stop you real quick. <clears throat> Maybe I'm jumping ahead. Um, who? Where can someone go? Uh, I think maybe I am jumping ahead, but I'm going to say it, ask it anyways. Where could someone go to uh, understand, to get tested? I guess is this similar to uh, yeah avoiding yeah, yeah. Th foods that yes. make you that you're allergic to? Okay, right. So the, I was going to say if you're going to start with a Western medicine track, go to an allergist, find out what okay. your food allergies are. Then you could start researching in naturopathic or allopathic or homeopathic uh, professionals and or you know readings. And then compare mm -hmm. the two. I always believe it's a nice marriage between Western and Eastern medicine. Um, that's my personal opinion of having a degree in exercise science and working in um, as a massage therapist. I worked with naturopaths, allopaths, allopaths. I even teach at a acupuncture college in Fort Lauderdale. So I see the power of herbology and right. acupuncture. So in my 30 year career, I've kind of put this all together. And I see that the, there's a nice balance when you combine both. Yep, I agree. It's no different than in the foods we eat. So I would say, again, go to a Western medicine uh, um, allergist, see what allergies come mm -hmm. up, and then maybe go to an acupuncturist or an herbologist, get their input, or depending on where you live, you might have a naturopathic doctor, and then put the two together. Com do a comparison and see if there's an overlap. Mm -hmm. If there's an overlap, okay. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> and there I also do that with there your body is. typing. You also, you can do that with body typing. Naturopaths, allopaths can help you with that too. Dietitians can even help you with that. And so mm -hmm. you can just, when you start to see things overlapping, you know, first time, eh, maybe not so much. Second time, coincidence. Third time, hello, three times a charm. So if you're seeing right. things pop right. up in all three ways, then maybe you're, you should follow that. Or, I mean, I always say, here's the poor man's way of doing it. Think, uh, right, I keep a journal, write down how you feel before you eat, write down how you feel while you're eating, but more importantly, how do you feel afterwards? Do you feel energized or do you feel lethargic? Do you feel like you're full and satisfied or do you feel bloated and gassy? So if it's mm -hmm. a negative response to the food, jot down what foods you're eating. And if you see it happening two or three times in a row, stop eating that food. I've mentioned mm -hmm. before, broccoli is very healthy food, but not always healthy for everybody. Right, right, good point. You know, especially with people who have, you know, lactose intolerance and um, gluten issues, we're beginning to see this being more and more revealed, that there are certain foods that you genetically cannot break down, whether it's lack of pancreatic insufficiency, you don't make certain enzymes, you have certain genetic markers that don't accept that as nutrients and it responds negatively to it. And this happens within families. You know, just because your brother and sister can eat certain foods doesn't mean that you can eat them. Just because your mother and father right. can eat them doesn't mean you can eat them. Remember, we're a collection of our genetic uh, tree. <laughs> right. So just one right. stem on that branch. So your, your, mm -hmm. your stem is a little bit different. And you should eat for foods that do energize you, right? And do give you optimal yep. health. So um, that's so the whole thing. Yep. So with that, that's a nice segue to the uh, I'm, the blood types. So yes, the types. So, uh, no, no. I, I, I'm know? type O actually. I'm type O. So the first one is okay. type O. Yeah, I'm I'm B positive. Okay. Like my personality. Um, so there is type O, which <laughs> yeah. I from my I understand, which is the oldest blood type. Um, these are high protein diet people, so you can eat a lot of lean meat, like poultry, fish, but don't forget your vegetables. 
Uh, be mm-hmm. light on your grains, your beans, and your dairy. Um, it's also recommended that you use various supplements to help with uh, any uh, intestinal issues or other issues that you may have as a typo because you maybe don't digest certain vegetables very correctly. Um, type A is um, a meat-free di- uh, diet based on fruits and vegetables. So these are these make great vegetarians, great vegans. Um, I see. A lot of beans, legumes, and whole grains. A lot of stuff you can't eat, they can eat. Yeah. So um, ideally organic and fresh. Uh, it has more of a crunch. Um, type A's have a, uh, a very sensitive immune system. So they may have a tendency to have hypersensitivities and allergies. Um, and I'm not type- just saying this. I'm not just saying this, but I am truly a type O. And what you said, what I can eat. You're a carnivore. It's it's so true. I can kill the meat, but (laughs) I can watch the veggies I eat. Yeah, it's true. Like broccoli, I think I I grew out of that. It used to really bother me, but now I get real gassy and and a lot of cramping. But now, as I'm older, I don't. So that's very interesting. A lot of typos, the only vegetables they get are the lettuce and tomato on their hamburger. (laughs) <laughs> that's, yeah, that's all yeah. they require. It's yeah, very, type very A, type A would have the exact opposite of you. They don't digest meat very well. Um, Interesting. Type B, which is, is you, right? Me. That's me. Um, avoid mm-hmm. corn. I love corn. Wheat, buckwheat, lentils, tomatoes. Oh, oh my goodness! Guess what I crave? All, all of those. those. Yeah, oh, chicken is goodness. also problematic, right? And that's true. If I eat too much chicken, not good. Um, so I, I'm, uh, I, sh- I, green vegetables. I do crave salads, believe it or not. Um, eggs and certain okay. meats for me, it, it's mostly pork. I can eat, I digest pork very well, but I don't do beef. Um, not too well. And I can eat certain fish like tuna and salmon. That's about it. And I crave mm. sel- shellfish. Like give me a platter of shrimp or a whole tank of lobster and I'll be happy. Like our mother, right? Which, it's just like mom. So this, according to type B, you, that's not a problem. It's anything about uh, seafood or anything on there, no, does it? No, so no, you're okay issues. with that, right? I also have dairy issues. And I'm, I, okay. I tend to be lactose sensitive or intolerant at times. I take mm-hmm. certain medications so I can enjoy some ice cream every now and then. But I, I, okay. I buy all the, the different alternative milks like oat milk, rice milk, mm-hmm. lac, that, what's it called? Lactate or lactate, lactate milk. Mm-hmm. So I, that's me. Um, and then last but not least is AB. And um, these individuals, uh, they can eat tofu. I can't stand to- tofu. Yeah, it's two seafood, of us. Oh, Satan and tofu, not my thing. Seafood, dairy, mm. and green vegetables. AB blood tends to have low stomach acids. And mm. they should avoid caffeine, alcohol, or any smoked or cured mm. meats. So lunch meats don't yeah. do very well for them. Yeah. So those are the three types and the general recommendations. Okay. Um, right. Again, right. individuals should get their blood type. Everyone should know their blood type anyways. If you don't know, donate blood and they'll tell you. Um, yep. And then based on that, move forward with an allergist. And then just, again, keep a food diary. Be aware of what you're eating and what you're craving. And then how do you start there first, huh? I, I yeah, say, just because you're craving it doesn't mean that it's good for you. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And also add that um, I would actually recommend because I've done this too, Esther, and that is I started my own food diary when I a couple well several years ago when I started on this track of, of better eating and wellness, 
and it, it really does work. So I encourage people. It, it's it's really it's not really I call it the poor man's. It's more of the uh, frugal way. Um, <laughs> and that, that and then if you still can't find um, if, if you still can't find the foods or pick out the foods that are actually making you feel bad or not good. Yeah, I say bad. You feel yeah. bloated. You feel like sluggish. Those type of foods. You can't figure out which one it is. Then go to allergist and, yeah. and get professional um opinion on it that's my take on it only because it's you need to actually uh, figure out how you eat how much you eat anyways so having a food diary to figure out what makes you feel bad is a good way of doing that um and sure. also that's going to influence your cooking and your shopping you know your shopping list and your choices when you're eating out um as far as exercise exercise is always recommended um, the book, yes. uh, again, gives you great recommendations. Like, for instance, if you're type A, like yoga or Tai Chi, um, type O's respond to vigorous aerobic exercise, like jogging or bike, uh, biking for up to an hour a day. So the yeah. book goes into greater details on that. Um, That's nice. that, like me, I like Tai Chi, but I, I taught yoga for years, and now my body's broken because of it because I taught like two or three classes a day, five days yeah. a week. So um, B, I don't know if we're, we respond very well to yoga. Yeah. Uh, now again, if we just to go on about uh, with some of the restrictions or preferences, I, again I recommend getting the book. And um, the diet does dictate that you eat specific foods uh, based on your blood type. It doesn't allow for much for personal taste, unfortunately. So again, if you're a big fan of meat and potatoes, you won't be happy if you're a Type A diet. Which right, is mostly vegetarian, right? right? Uh, there That's are recommendations right. about types for spices and condiments that you can use. And then if you're on a gluten-free diet, you should know that this diet doesn't ban gluten. There's a thing called gluten cutter. I think you can buy at CVS that it, you know can help you with that then. But you may be able to make choices that are gluten-free if you read food labels carefully. Mm-hmm. Okay? Good advice, yep. Anything else from you? No, the thing I would add is that this is something that, I mean, you have to be really cognizant of what, how you feed your body and how you treat your body. Treating means twofold, how you exercise and how you eat. And, um, and I'll mention that maybe I didn't hear it correctly, but there is a link to this, to the book, right? Eating Right for Your Type by Dr. Peter Diamo. Adamo, I'm sorry, okay. Adamo. Yep. So uh, we'll add that to the podcast. Okay. Be a link on there. So you have to actually read a little bit on the description when this is this is um, uh, published to the public. So, um, but I think I'll add is that this does work. It really does work. Um, like I said, typo. I love meat, and I can eat meat. Um, well, I eat some vegetables, uh, and you know, I, matter of fact, snow peas. I'll, t- I'll throw that out there. This this past week, I was gassy and crampy. I don't. I'm not ashamed to admit it. And it was all targeted. The only thing I changed was uh, I've added snow peas. And um, but that's something that you you know you don't know. You don't you, know. You, yeah. Why is Lime that? Well, yeah. exactly. Why? It's, it's everyone says genetics. It's because you know. Your dad was that way. Your grandpa was that way. But why was he that way? Well, here's a good indication of why. Their blood types. The city in, in foods, some people can break it down better than others for various reasons. And I think it's a great topic. And people need to understand who they are. And 
I know I understand what how the body functions, meaning how many times and how it's built to digest food, how it's built to pull from energy stores in your body. But what I didn't know was based on your blood type, mm-hmm. it depends on what kind of foods you can you can feed it because it can't break down certain foods, so you should avoid those. And no, it's not a bad thing. It's just making you it's all part of the wellness, right? Well, and also understand that- blood type is your genetic type. So if you're type A blood, you, all your cells in your body are type A. Good point. Very good right. point. So it's, understand that. So that's why um, also I, 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 the book does, it, although it gives you recommendations based solely on your blood type, it also talks about certain diseases like diabetes. Mm. So it's, it's, I'll talk about that. Like if you have, if you have that chronic condition, uh, a lot of diabetics are told to eat high proteins while other persons with diabetes may have to avoid dairy or chicken. Um, of course, there's, then there's a conflict in your diabetes treatment plan. So the ADA, the American Diabetics Association, does recommend a more practical approach for day-to-day eating. Um, again, it's also cautious against focusing on specific foods. And in most cases, it doesn't recommend cutting out any major food groups, which this yep. book may do. So yep. um, on the blood yep. type diet, you're recommended to avoid processed foods and simple carbs, which most meal plans do because they're all sure. nutrient dense. Uh, right. There may because also because there may not be enough to help lose the extra fat weight or bloat weight. Uh, mm-hmm. But any weight loss mm-hmm. on a diet has uh, has not always been linked to blood typing. That's why for a lot this is foreign. There's very mm-hmm. little research proving that this diet can aid in digestion or give you more energy. Although, if you buy and prepare your own foods on this plan, your choices are limited depending on blood typing. So yep. a person should be prepared to spend some time in the kitchen. And the diet may quickly become expensive, too, because, you know, as we all know, eating healthy is not cheap. And a lot of people are on a very fixed uh, income. So mm-hmm. the author does recommend that you buy organics, and I say that in quote. What does organic mean, right? It can yep, there's a, right. a wide definition to that. Opening your window yes, is suddenly organic because fresh air got in, right? So, yeah, you're not uh, breathing uh, right. processed air, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So the science is stacked behind traditional recommendations for healthy eating for weight loss. So no restriction based on uh, your blood typing. Though. So but what I mean by that is that you'll see a lot of dietary recommendations are based on restrictions and stuff like that for weight loss, but very few dietary recommendations are based on this genetic link. So right. understand that this is something that, you, that a person would have to research. Um, that's why I, I thought it was a good idea that we do body type and blood type as a two-part series. So you can hear two bookends to this story. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then a person can be a little bit more of a good consumer, get your body fat done, get your body typing or mapping done by a personal trainer, exercise physiologist, dietitian, doctor, and then get your blood typing and then just do a little bit of reading. Reading is fundamental. And then do just to get, get to know your body in a way that maybe you never thought. I mean, when was the last time you actually sat down and thought about the foods you were eating and how you felt while you were eating them instead of yep. shoveling it in because you only have 15-minute break at work? Yep. I yep. mean, And I'll, I'll add to this too. I'll add to this too. And I'll, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was just saying, I, I know the Western American lifestyle is based on the light bulb mentality. And what I mean by that is that we're all light bulbs. And when light bulbs burn out, you get to replace them. So we're kind of conditioned now to think that we are all replaceable and, mm. and not. And taking time no. and getting to know your body is against that. It's the antithesis of that. It's the opposite of that work ethic that we've developed in America. 
where it's go, 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 shovel food in, go, 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 rest real quick, eat, shovel food in, go, go, go. And to take a moment and enjoy your breakfast, to enjoy your lunch, to enjoy your dinner, <clears throat> to enjoy the conversation of others by taking your face mm. out of your phone and looking up at the person across the table is mm. some, very old school, but it's what we're designed physically, anatomically, and physiologically to do. And uh, that's also part of that uh, culture and process when we talk about meal planning. It's about the art of cooking or shopping, cooking, and dining which a lot of us have gotten yep. away from because of that light bulb mentality. We're, we're cogs in a wheel and we're not, we're mm -hmm. not machines. We are, oh, I mean, we're biochemical machines, but we're not, you know, made of steel and tungsten and, <laughs> you know, aluminum. We are sure, flesh and sure. bone and sinew and we need to relish that and enjoy that and celebrate that. And food is one way to do that. And this is somebody who's yep. an anorexic functional bulimic who has food issues, but even I recognize that. Well, I mean that that's that was a uh, dysphoria yeah, podcast. But even I recognize and also, it's right. It, it and is our well, here, Let me uh, let me add to that, and that is that eating healthy does not necessarily mean it's going to be more expensive. Eating often can become expensive, and and I'll I'll just add to that that there's a podcast about intermittent eating and. Again, what we're trying to do here is inform people so they can make an educated um, decision. And if you have any questions about this topic and other topics, they can, anyone can just reach out to us, message us, and we'll be more than happy to help them. So you're not on your own here. We don't just present information so you're on your own and good luck with it. We want interaction so we can help people further. So more questions, are better. Secondly, um, eating is part of life. And there's no better pleasure than eating food that makes you feel good. It gives you, gives your body can digest and utilize it as it should without any interruption. And to your point about processed food, that's what started starting to kill America. Started about 50 years ago, and before that, emergency war rations. Yeah, <laughs> was it meant Correct. for day to day point. consumption, especially canned food? Correct. Can was meant for Correct. you know rationing and and disaster and crisis it wasn't meant to be eaten mm -hmm. on a daily basis but unfortunately Correct. for a lot of people because of budgets or time constraints or a combination of many things that's their choice likewise with drive-through fast food was not meant to be a daily consumption with every single mm -hmm. meal it was meant to feel you know you're in a hurry okay once in a while you need to quickly go in and grab something really prepared for you ahead of time you know, it's calorie high and, you know, nutrient, you know, l low, yeah. you yeah. know, so, um, but not for a, a daily, daily, daily. And unfortunately with a lot of Americans or that's what our lifestyles become because again, they like that light bulb mentality. Right. You know? Yeah. You and know? but we still, but that's, that's no excuse to eat poorly. You know, it's, uh, no, but, the, but I think it, knowledge is, is, is priceless. It, Ignorance is not bliss. It is detrimental. So yeah, yeah. Um, it really but is. I'm just saying it's a lifestyle. Um, it, it, it's, it's many factors that go into who we are and what we do and why we do it. And whenever you can take a staycation, take it. And that may mean enjoying a meal for half an hour. Do mm, a little meditation. Yeah. Do some um, uh, food meditation. While you're eating, just get into the food and enjoy it. That slows down well, your heart it activates yeah. your parasympathetic yeah. system. It helps fight all those stress hormones. And then you start to crave better choices because the brain is a computer. And when you reprogram it to crave better foods, 
then you don't crave the other stuff because the body needs certain nutrients. And if it only knows the only source of salt is French fries, well, when you need salt, guess what the body craves? French fries. But French you get fries? salts and mm. vegetables too, radishes. You mm-hmm. know, you get salt and other healthier choices. So it's just again, yeah, it's, 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 it's just knowing it's in being informed and making a a uh, educated decision. Right. So when you put these two things together, it's again a book. In, it, it's a book between the two bookends to kind of put in the index of your life uh, for references on making style, lifestyle choices. And with that being said, um, yeah. we'll wrap things up. We're out of time. Great topic, Aston. Thank you as always. And. Um, This concludes our podcast with Coach Bill and Coach Aston. Until next time, be healthy, be strong, be a life warrior. Be well. The opinions and topics expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily support the opinions and views of the wellness community. We would love to hear your thoughts, so click on the message button and give us your constructive feedback. Thank you for listening and make a positive difference today.